The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. What's up, everyone? It's Bo here with the penultimate House of the Dragon TV talk. That's right. We are here at the Council of the Greens as they all come together. We see this essentially coup that is being established. Allison does seem legitimately like, you know, she believes this is what her late husband wants. But at the same time, I don't know, like, it's not a lie, right? Like, she's not lying about the fact that this is what she heard. And I mean, at the same time, we as an audience know that he did say some of these things, but we as an audience also know that this is not what he meant, that he was talking about this vision and he thought he was talking to his daughter. He didn't think he was talking to his wife. And there's all of, you know, the confusion that's at play here. I think that confusion is what's the most interesting because while everybody else is trying to like rack their brains as to like thinking like, oh, he never said this. You were the only one there. Or, oh, this gives us the excuse that we need to kind of pull the coup that we've been planning for years. For Allison, what I find interesting is that she heard it, she's stating it, she's acting like she believes it to everybody publicly, but even the way that she reacted to him saying the whole thing about Aegon last episode and the way that it's playing out now, the way she's telling people about it, I'm not so sure that she believes like that he actually said that, or rather that he, he meant what she took it to mean or what she used it to mean. She wants Aegon on the throne. She wants her family in power. She wants to be able to have that level of influence. And yet at the same time, as you know, auntie says, like you haven't ever thought about yourself on the throne. Like she's, she's not like, it's, it's so interesting, right? Like she's propelling up all of these men around her, you know, from her husband to her son, to her father. And yet she's not taking the throne for herself. You know what I mean? Like, like she sees the only path to power is through someone else. Whereas auntie who is obviously jaded from her past experience and Renera are all like, they see the throne as something that should be theirs. Now, all of this is at the expense of the people, right? Like this is secession with dragons. There's no good guys here. It's just very interesting. She's willing to do a lot of things, stoop to a lot of lows that to get where she's at now and to get Aegon on the throne, despite the fact that literally nobody at this point wants Aegon on the throne, like even Otto, I don't think cares which of their kids sits on the throne. He understands like the, you know, the fact he's the oldest son. So therefore he's going to go on the throne and yada, yada, yada. But Amon's over here like, hey, guys, I look, you know, BA with my eye patch. I've got the largest dragon. I'm kind of like Damon, but at the same time, I'm, I'm, I seem like a little bit more of a morally better person than Damon, but maybe that's not true. I don't know. Give it time. Let's see what's about to happen next week. There's just a lot of play here. So far, I think the only relatively nice people, nice, really? I'd like, I guess, good, good? 
I don't know. Again, it's a session. There are no good guys. I don't know. We'll see what happens next week. I'm curious how Renera is going to react to all this. One imagines not well. And I'm also very curious as to the mindset of the strong kids, right? Like we see very specifically that all of the Targaryen children, right? Like they are all that we, we get kind of their inner workings and their interpersonal dynamics. And we've got the sister with the prophecies, which by the way, kind of called that beast under the floor last week. We see Aegon, who's going to be a really bad king. We see Amon, who I don't know, might be a good king. I don't know. But certainly has that like, you know, younger child trying to prove himself energy thing going on. But we don't really know the strong children other than they know that they're strongs and it bothers them, right? And they seem kind of nice with their cousins, right? And then we've got their cousin girls. We don't really know much about them other than their mom's dragon got stolen. So there's just a lot that we don't know about Renera and Damon's children. And we're spending a whole lot of time with the Targaryen children. I just think that's that's interesting. And hopefully that'll shift in future seasons, assuming that they survive long enough for that to be displayed to us. It's very possible they might not. Maybe that's why we haven't gotten too attached to them or explored who they are. Maybe we don't want to get too attached to them because they're going to kill them. But at the same time, I mean, it's Game of Thrones, right? I mean, you're supposed to get attached to people so that they can kill them and then hurt your feelings. Like that's what, that's what this show, that's what this franchise is. You know, I've got some thoughts about the way in which things have been structured for this season, but I think I'm going to save that for the season finale. I was actually planning on talking about it a lot this episode, but I don't, I don't, I don't think I want to do that. I'm going to save that for the, for the grand finale, but my goodness, the grand finale looks like it's going to be epic just based on the trailers that we've gotten thus far, man, auntie's showing up on the dragon at the end of the coronation and everything. And like, you're sitting there and you're just like Dracarys, just Dracarys, just do it, do it. Dracarys, save the whole realm of civil war, just Dracarys right now. But she doesn't do it. Why? Because that's family. And the point is not like to knock them out, to wipe them out. It's to show you I can, I could, I'm not going to. But I could. And I mean, like, I think that power display, especially with the dragons, is what's so fascinating about this era in Westerosi history, right? Like, you have these massive beasts of destruction. Like, everybody's riding around on a nuclear weapon, right? And they're all just kind of busting them out here and there, but who's going to be the first to strike? My goodness. Epic ending to this episode. Look, I like I said, there's there's more I want to say, but I, I do think I want to save it for next week. So this is going to be very much a true mini in in that regard. U- ultimately, uh, fantastic. Uh, by the way, the Quentin Tarantino scene could have done without. Just gonna just gonna say that could 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 have done without the whole Quentin Tarantino scene. If you know, then you know. And yeah, no. All right, that's going to do it for me for this week. Uh, let me know your thoughts on this episode. Of course, you can find all of our contact information and more at tvtalk.fm. Uh, hey, if you haven't heard already, uh, we've got a big thing that we're announcing next what, what tomorrow. We're announcing it tomorrow as I record this. And so if you want to, you can have it over findeversale.com to get an early look at what that's going to be and uh, to see, be signed up to be notified once it goes live. That's all I'll say about that for right now. See, I feel like I'm, I'm saving everything for next week's episode, okay? Everything's coming next week. Anyway, all right. That's going to do it for me for today. Don't worry. I'll be back in a flash. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. 
Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.